Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Today I have a special guest, Chloe. Hi. Hi, Richard. Chloe Hooten is a Thai yoga massage practitioner. She's trained in the northern mountains of Thailand. So exotic. Yeah. Uh, having, she was a dancer and becoming uh, invested in yoga practice. She was drawn to Thai massage as a way to help stressed out New Yorkers release and let go of the daily stress we all carry. After receiving her first Thai massage, she was hooked and felt a strong desire to learn about this new, unique healing modality to benefit her own embodiment practices and to assist others in feeling the benefit of this ancient technique. So welcome to the show, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. It's, you know, a little bit, right now, today, we are sitting at the Iris Kaplan Center. We are a holistic-based practice where we integrate mental health, spiritual health, and also physical health, the mind, body, and spirit into into one and to look at where it is. And one of the things that we do offer is Thai massage. Mm -hmm. And... I'll just tell you my experience. Um, it was interesting to look at and see it being done. And it was like, it was just so moving. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, and for the folks back home, uh, when we're, it's not your traditional, it's not like a Swedish deep tissue massage. Oh, no. It's a very different. Uh, and so, what I want to do is, I want to talk about what is kind of Thai massage to kind of break it down and how it relates to, to healing mm -hmm. and also sexuality. Yeah, that's wonderful. So Thai massage is actually an ancient healing practice. It's over 2,500 from years old. Thailand. And, of course, it stems from Thailand, but um, it's rooted in Ayurveda, which comes from India. Ayurveda what? Ayurveda. So what, what is that? Ayurveda is um, a life science that mm -hmm. um, started in India, you know, around the, maybe even earlier than the Buddha. But um, it's also a holistic um, mm -hmm philosophy of healing looking at the body mm -hmm. in regards to the five elements what um, are the five elements oh wow okay so um i'm putting you, you on the spot have, taking yeah. you back to school we are doing it we are bringing it out <laughs> yeah uh yeah so you have you know earth air fire water and i believe it's metal mm. um uh I might be confusing that with Chinese medicine. So it's interesting. Okay. Yeah, the interesting thing about Thai massage is it stems from India and China. Mm -hmm. So they've melded these two, um, you know, philosophies and these two ancient wisdoms together um, to embody this one practice. So it stems from these two places, but really it's cultivated 
in in Thailand, um, and it really looks at the way that the energy centers of the body can store um, trapped trauma. Oh my God, I do hypnotherapy. I'm a certified, it's different than like traditional hypnotherapy, but it is, I use it, I've been using it more with individuals who do have like sexual trauma uh, issues around erectile dysfunction, um, vaginismus, Mm -hmm. right? So vaginal pain uh, and also like rapid ejaculation. Mm -hmm. And I have incorporated it and sometimes I use it when I'm trying to get deeper into what's going on. Sometimes, a lot of times people will come into my office and they don't even have the words. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what's so important about an embodiment practice mm-hmm. is really feeling into the body. And our body remembers things that sometimes our mind doesn't even remember. There's a book called The Body Keeps Score, mm-hmm. and it's about trauma and how it's held inside the body. And yeah. different things like a scent or mm-hmm. something that we've touched. You know, it's so funny. The first girl I ever made out with... Um, it was these two twins. I was probably in the third grade, and <laughs> I was two time in. Um, but the thing was, is I re- anytime I s- smell strawberry bubblegum, I'm always taken back to that moment. Oh wow! Isn't it interesting That's how so our cool. senses really and through our experience and trauma can really get trapped in our body? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and touch is such. Um, it's such a strong s- sense, sure. you know, it's such a part of um, this ancient culture, and yet it's not really part of the Western culture anymore. We don't y- use touch as a form of healing. We're, we're really stuck in our minds and, and stuck in our brains a lot of the time. And I think what's so amazing about um, this Thai massage practice is it's about surrender, being in another what do you let's talk about that because so often I sit with individuals in my office and they are kind of going through this and they're very what's called upregulated mm-hmm. so for the folks back home that upregulation is really in your thoughts whereas downregulation is in your body yeah yeah absolutely so how do we help assist downregulate Mm-hmm. Um, these individu- these individuals and um, really help reduce anxiety, stress, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of regulate the parasympathetic nervous system. Paras- say that again. Paras- the parasympathetic nervous which system. Which would be what? So that's um, the system that's responsible for rest and digest. And the sympathetic nervous system is the, you know, the more active kind of um, fight or flight or... um, Sure, where anxiety, oftentimes people will, they will... It's when we deal with um, a situation, like let's say there was a gunman, right? Somebody, you either, like some people might fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Or people try to escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so activating the parasympathetic nervous system really allows the heart rate to drop. It allows for better circulation, better sleep, and um, really calming the nervous system. So it's a really beautiful way to 
downregulate somebody and allow through them to Thai massage practice. Through touch, yeah, through gentle healing touch and um, what's mm. amazing about the Thai massage practice is it's a little bit more dynamic than, you know, a Swedish massage. It's mm-hmm. done fully clothed. Sure, it's on- not like a happy ending, folks. It's right. not like when you go down to one of those those I I think that I have been to one of those establishments, but I was there for a massage <laughs> and I do I kind of feel like there was some happy endings going on. <laughs> this is a fully clothed experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's not really about the sensual mm-hmm. touch. Um, and I think that's really important for someone who might be a little nervous about trying sure, it, about you know, thinking that it's a little bit mm-hmm. intimidating or that they're going to feel vulnerable. There's something about touch. You know, in my office space, I don't. we don't really touch our... We don't ever touch, like, touch is, like, we're told, like, do not touch your patient because it can, like, do harm. Um, Sometimes I will occasionally give a hug if I feel like, Mm -hmm. but I'm really, like, I don't want to hug. I'm not a hugger, right? But it's really that piece of it, like, you know, it's last night I was feeling anxious and my little cat, Bob, there's Al and Bob, and, uh... It's so funny, animals really sense when we need, and this cat is so like skittish, he's just kind of getting used to, he was the newly adopted member of the family, mm. and he came up to me and he just, he, I think he realized that I was experiencing some anxiety, and he just came and laid next to me, and it just felt so good to be connected. Touch is yeah. so important. It's so powerful. So yeah. powerful. And when we don't have the words, that's all we need. Really. It's huge. My guys that come in, and also my women, um, or gender fluid, whoever, but main, a lot of guys, when they come into my office, they do not, they call it the problem. Mm. And it's big because they don't even have the words to explain because there's so much shame that's associated with sexual dysfunction right. and they're holding it in and sure. they're probably afraid to actually release some of the emotion that they're feeling it's totally yeah and so with body work what we actually allow we allow the space for somebody to have an emotional release just simply by releasing their body, by letting go of that mm-hmm. tension. And some people cry in the session. Some people might cry, they might yeah. laugh, just really let go of the things that they've what been holding that? tightly. I know when I, I always say, it's not a good therapy session unless there's a good cry, you yeah. know? And people automatically, uh, like I won't, I'll never hand uh, my patient a tissue. A, a Kleenex. I will set it there for them, and if they want that. Mm. But sometimes it's just allowing that release and having that release, and they'll say, "I feel so much better." And yeah. it's like your cup gets so full with all the bullshit that we're dealing with, especially living in New York City, and we're like, it's constantly a struggle, like sometimes it's having that release is totally just like it's what you need totally and being given permission 
to actually be in a safe space to have that release because we don't oftentimes allow ourselves to with our friends or family mm. we feel like we need to keep it together we need to put up a front we don't sure. want to sh- express our vulnerability so oftentimes when we see people that are very like dominant in their work lives mm. they like to be um, kind of dominated in their sexual lives right, right. and it's kind of like when I, we'll just like get into my experience when I was watching the Thai massage watching this practitioner it was like the cradling and it was so I could see how somebody would have because you're not sitting there talking with somebody you're in the experience with them like you're holding that trauma for them you're holding that that you're providing an emotional holding space literally holding them yeah absolutely Mm. there is some cradling there's a little bit of a dance sequence that happens with moving the body into different yoga positions and using a kind of push-pull leverage system Mm. with the body to actually stretch out some limbs and areas of you know really severe Mm -hmm. tension so it's beautiful the both times that i had watched it um it was done on the floor mm. is that always the way that it's done typically yeah it is done I mean on, I think it would a be mat. a little hard to do it like on a traditional massage table yeah I mean there are different styles some people um, can offer Thai massage from a table but typically they would get up on the table with the client so it's very active it's very involved it's not sitting back and I'm just gonna kind of rub your skin over here it's it's really getting pretty close to the client and it's it is an exercise in trust you know the recipient has to feel safe and allow themselves to to really let go well and it's the same thing with hypnotherapy when you're in hypnosis you know when we see the like you know you've been to those things where they're like sleep right Mm -hmm. um you know, when I was doing my hypnotherapy training and you probably, when you were doing your Thai massage training, it's really you are trusting somebody to not violate. Yeah, absolutely. You're like trusting them that they are not going to judge you. Yeah. Because when I have somebody in trance and they're really deep into trance, there's stuff that's coming up and they don't realize it's like I get them in this drunk state Mm -hmm. they get kind of in this like euphoric state and it makes it easier and it really does take them off of what's happening with me Mm. and more what's happening in their body there you go yeah yeah absolutely I find that one of my most common um I guess uh people come in with this uh, concern that they have tight hips mm-hmm. you know so we'll work on on opening that that area of the body kind of hip hip openings and pelvic area but that can be really scary for some people you know sure. who have maybe been violated in that area and what's happened is their body has closed up and they they sure. become extremely tight because they opening our hips and opening our pelvic floor I mean that's 
there's so much suggestion in that you know, activity. Right. When a lot of times women will have um, tightening of the pelvic muscles, and it's almost like if you tried to stick, like, let's say this was like the... Um, the vulva, mm-hmm. right, down yeah. here at the bottom of the hand, and you were trying to, like, an object was trying to penetrate, it would, it's almost like you couldn't, no matter how hard you tried, mm. you could not. And it's because the pelvic muscle has said... No more. No more. Yeah. And the body is, the anxiety is resting in the vulva and also the vagina. So yeah. for folks back home, we often used to say that boys have penises and women have vaginas, and it's actually boys have penises, women have vulvas, mm. right? The vaginal mm. canal is up there, right? Yeah. And so what has been your experience uh, working with uh, individuals who maybe do have issues around, like, sexuality trust maybe like sexual abuse um sexual trauma like rape yeah i mean i think it's very delicate um i haven't worked knowingly with anyone who has experienced Uh rape um but i have had some clients who like i said have, have kind of worked through some trauma in different areas of the body and oftentimes mm-hmm. things that they thought that they had suppressed or forgotten about or you know stuff kind of came flying up during the session what kind of stuff um that's where the story is yeah i'll always say that like that's the real story which is what brings us to using like mine is heart-centered hypnotherapy, yours is Thai yoga, and how that that's what brings us to that space to use that. Mm. So I i have a point in my sequence where I'm doing some heart-opening um, movement mm-hmm. and bringing, bringing the client kind of over onto one side and that mm-hmm. can feel really vulnerable to open up this heart space on the side sure so a friend of mine mentioned that she suddenly started to feel shame as we were doing this stretch and what do you mean re- by shame she felt this wave of shame and um, when you were when you had her in that when position I was it, stretching her yeah and um she remembered she was just taken into a flashback of a previous boyfriend who had been abusive to her and it was stored in the side of the body um Mm -hmm. she didn't go into big detail about about it during the session but what she realized was that she had been storing this this shame around this relationship in her body and she was able to release that during this gentle stretch but i think it is important to to really go slow and to build that trust because you can't have these kinds of big releases if someone is still second guessing you and still holding on a little bit to them. Sure. You know, it's a, there's this saying that there's just some things you don't even tell your therapist. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's some things that we don't, we keep locked away these secrets 
because we've been taught from a very young age that to expose our secrets, there's shame associated with that secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's a beautiful practice to really allow someone mm-hmm. to release in their own journey without mm-hmm. pushing, without prodding, um, just simply by allowing the body to relax and allowing for greater movement in mm-hmm. the body by stretching and um, creating some poses that we might not be able to do unassisted. Mm-hmm. So to have someone actually manipulate the body in a way that is safe, but sure. still pushing those edges, you know, really does allow for some transformative release. Yeah, because our body does really have this way that we remember specific things. It's like masturbation. Like we learn to masturbate a certain way. Oftentimes when guys will come in, they'll say, well, you know, uh, nothing will ever replace my hand. We call it the death grip, right? Nobody will ever be able to masturbate you the way that you masturbate yourself Mm. right and we learned masturbation kind of through this experience of being through when we were kids right and what felt good and then you know when we're at the age of five and uh we have our hand down our pants and your mom's like don't do that Mm. right and there's this shame that's associated with our body and so we've we don't really have conversations about sex Mm, yeah I think especially in the west you know I grew up in England and I did not talk about sex she is not from Indiana she (laughs) is not from New York if you can tell she is from what part of England I'm from Brighton Mm -hmm. Brighton is south of London it's actually the gay capital of the UK well 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 so it's a very liberal town it was it was great to grow up there and um know explore my sexuality but it was not something that I spoke about with my parents sure yeah people don't talk about sex and oftentimes especially like trauma we don't talk about our traumas that we've experienced because we don't even know the words yeah yeah so how do you help your patients find those words I mean, it's really identifying it first before, and I'm sure you have experienced this doing Thai massage, is it's really building that trust. Mm. So you probably would not go super deep in the first session. Yeah. And I guess that's the question. Why wouldn't you go super deep in the first question? Right. Testing out the body, seeing where the areas of resistance are, Mm -hmm. seeing where there's, um, you know, there might be some areas of tension that are just too painful to go to. Sure. It's the same. It's the same principle. And so when people come into the space they may not be ready. Like, I could say in my mind, this person is experiencing high levels of codependency. Mm. But if I go there too quick with them... They shut down. They shut down. Yeah, it's the Um, same with the body. It's generally like... My approach, I used to do crisis work before I came here, and one of the things is, is like, 
We need to get the individual stable. First, it's stabilizing, mm. and then getting them to go deep into what it is that's happening. Yeah. You know, and I think that is, would you say that same principle applies? Yeah, for sure. It, it sounds very mirrored, actually. I definitely have some clients where I probably wouldn't even do some of the stre- stretches that I would do with Why the majority on the first time. Just because I feel that resistance and, you know, you kind of need to feel it out and I can adapt and I can adjust the sequence to to be a more restorative and a less dynamic sequence mm-hmm. just to allow that person to feel safe and to understand that I'm not here to hurt them. I'm not sure. here to, you know, cause any more harm Mm -hmm. actually we're here to help them relax so if all they need is an hour to lie on the floor that's fine we can we can go there you know when i did traditional yoga which is like the you know where you would do like the up dog down dog you know at the the gem right um my favorite part was at the end when you would just lay there so asana is the best. And to just be kind of present with mm. the experience. Mm. So, you know, to be frankly honest, I have never, before coming to the Iris Kaplan Center, I did not even, I was not even aware of Thai massage. Yeah, I was not aware of Thai <laughs> massage until I experienced it for the first time and this was only a couple of years ago when did you experience that it was a couple of years ago a friend of mine had actually just returned from thailand sure and she wanted to practice her skills and she offered me this massage and i realized it was really the first massage i ever had that completely changed my state of being it wasn't just that my muscles felt relaxed it wasn't just that i had some you know oils on my skin in fact in Thai massage we don't use oils because sure which you know, is the interesting is closed. right um so it's much more about the pressure as opposed to the um the movement of mm-hmm. the you know the hand um and so i experienced this Thai massage for the first time and i just thought wow that's the first time my mind and my body have felt united in so long yeah and i caught the bug I wanted to go and learn this amazing technique so I could bring it back to New York and share it mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like in this city particularly we're so disconnected from our bodies we're living so much in our headspace and we bump into people on the subway and we're angry and aggressive about it but we, what sure. we don't realize is we're craving this touch we're craving this connection and we're craving to feel held and safe and that's something I realized in myself that I was craving that too you know that I was an independent woman and I was didn't need anyone (laughs) I'm away from my family you know and um, so you hopped on the plane yeah and went to Thailand yeah and who did where did you who did you study with 
I studied at the Sunshine School. Um, they have a school in Chiang Mai in the north of Thailand, and they also have an intensive immersion in the mountains. So I went for the mountains. You went yeah. intense. Oh, I'm yeah. going up to the mountain. Mm -hmm. And what was that experience like being there? Phenomenal. I mean, we were waking up before sunrise every morning to go meditate on the mountain. We were learning sure. Qigong, Tai Chi. I was living in with a little vi hill tribe village with animals running around pigs <laughs> and chickens and um it was such a different existence sure. just tapping into the simplicity of this practice and yeah learning about it in a really embodied way not from an intellectual way you know mm -hmm. you know it's um something that you said about the body and the mind connecting mm. and that's a lot of the work that i do when i am doing specifically dealing with like the issues around sexual dysfunction is getting the person to connect their mind experience with their body experience especially like for example guys with ed mm -hmm. and they will be fine i'll ask them about masturbation they are totally fine masturbating on their own mm. but when it comes to intercourse they they lose their erection mm. and it's because their mind and their body are so out of sync right and so it's how it's getting them out of the up regulation into more like a down regulated type of experience you know I'll see somebody that's really anxious and I'll say, I want you to sit back and we're just going to take some breaths. Yeah, breath and is just key. It's really... Breathing in and out and that's the piece of it. But you have this tool that can bring about healing in somebody's, in such an intimate part, which is touch. Mm. Yeah, and it's really holding space for the person receiving to allow their body to go through this state change so i'm not really doing anything apart from just re reminding their body reminding their legs reminding their sure. torso reminding their shoulders reminding their head that they are safe to release mm -hmm. and so in that way um, the body can do its thing you know so it can help flush out toxins from the body. It can help mm. increase the circulation of the body, which is great for, you know, some of the things that you talk sure. about. And the body starts doing this itself. I'm My touch is just mm -hmm. here to remind the body what sure. to do. You know? Well, it's like after you've left the gym, right? You yeah. People generally are like more like horny after they leave yeah. the gym. And it's because the blood is like flowing. Right. Right. The blood is flowing. Your mind is not on 10 million different things. Sure. You've had that release. You've sweat out your toxins, your glands. Sure. And you feel brighter. Mm -hmm. You feel brighter, clearer, calmer, well-rested. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. What, what's not better than that? Right. No, it's good. So I have... So if let's say you are living in a small town or living in a place where like New York, this is accessible, mm -hmm. right? We pretty much have, we have so much accessibility to things. So if you want to find a Chinese medicine doctor, 
or a not Chinese, but an, a Western medicine doctor, mm-hmm. you would go to, or is it East? We're Western medicine, right? Yeah, we're Western medicine. So if you wanted to find an Eastern medicine doctor, you could just go and you could look online and there's somebody there. Yeah, Google. That's a great tool. But let's say you live in a small area where something like Thai massage, acupuncture, well, acupuncture is becoming more widely accepted. I would say Thai massage is too. You know, it's been around since the 80s in the West. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely spread. Um, in all I know parts there's of a the bit world. of a hub in LA sure. happening to um, Europe. It's definitely definitely figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, what about other parts of the United States? Well, I've never lived in other parts of the United okay. States, so I moved straight from England to New York. So you might like Chicago. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure there's stuff in like Chicago. The amazing thing about the place where I trained, the Sunshine Network, is there they took this, they took the teachings from um, mm-hmm. their teacher Shokananda, and created schools around the world. So I know that there are schools that people can attend if they want to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, the great thing about it's this modality is once you learn it, you want to share it. So I'm sure there are people around America who have, you know, have been studying this practice and and are out there to share. Okay. No, this is good. I think because when they talk about these things on the show, it's like how, like where would, if let's say they wanted to look for uh, somebody who was uh, trained in Thai massage, where would they go? So a great resource that I use is um, the Sunshine Network website itself. And they're not a sponsor of our show. We're <laughs> just given a resource here. Yeah. It's called the Sunshine... The Sunshine Network. Okay, great. And they have a list of teachers, global teachers, mm-hmm. that are affiliated through their program. Perfect. And, um, yeah, that's a great resource to start with. No, this is good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Chloe. It's been a pleasure having you on Talk Sex with Dick. Uh, If you would like to connect with uh, Chloe, uh, you can do so. Um, If you have social media, she's on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Restorative Thai. You can also email her at restorative tie at gmail.com or if you want go to the iris Ka- iris kaplan center website which is iris hyphen kaplan dot center forward slash vessel academy dot co uh you if you look on the community meet our community uh you can find chloe's uh there's a direct link to her there um so it's been such a wonderful experience having you on the show thank you so much 
If uh, you are in the New York area or have a, and would like to be a guest on the show, or you have a question that you would like answered, uh, feel free to reach out on Instagram at Lake Rising Therapy. That's L-A-I-K-E rising therapy or you can send me an email at richard.mills at lake rising therapy.com as always it's been a pleasure my name is dr richard mills and you have been listening to talk sex with dick and please take care of yourself and those around you until next time